thank you so much for this opportunity. I pray that you would remove hindering spirits that we may be able to hear what your spirit has to say to the church. Lord, bless like only you can. We stand in the need of your help right now. And I pray, Lord, that you would move out anything that's stopping us from getting close to you. And Lord, I pray now, even as David prayed, that the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, would be acceptable in thy sight, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and thank God. Amen. Amen. There's a word uh, this morning that I pray again would encourage you that will be coming from Deuteronomy um, uh, that was read into our hearing. Uh, but I want to read a couple of verses, and those of you who've been attending Bible study are very familiar with Deuteronomy. Uh, but there's just so much stuff in there that we just can't walk away from it. Uh, we have to make sure that not only do we teach it, but we preach it. Uh, so we want to look at Deuteronomy. I just want to read uh, two verses. I'll deal with a couple of more, but I want to look at two verses as I read into your hearing. Uh, chapter 8 of Deuteronomy, verse number 17. Uh, I want to read 17 and 18 to you if you Look at what it says here in the King James Version. As it was read, it says, And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. But 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, that it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. I want to use... As a subject this morning, as I encourage you, the subject, a reminder to remember. A reminder to remember. Flint Ridge, we have the capability of remembering what we want to remember. We have the ability to remember phone numbers, addresses, people's names, and social security numbers. We remember email addresses, and we, we remember places. There, there's things that we remember uh, that we want to remember unless we're suffering uh, from this disease, Alzheimer's, most of us have the capability to remember certain things. But Flint Ridge, regardless of our level of success that we may experience in our life or the uh, amount of earthly possessions that we may find ourselves accumulating, we don't ever want to forget God. And, and there's times that earthly things can take our attention away from things that are important to us. And I know some of us are doing a lot better than our grandparents. Some of us are doing a lot better than our parents. Uh, we've moved from the, from the shack to the suburbs. We've moved from the back room to the boardroom. God has blessed us to step up um, in life and blessed us with some things that we've never had before. But the reminder today is uh, for us to remember that it's all because of God. The only reason that we have what we have is because of God. And we should never allow our blessings look to overshadow the blesser. We should never allow the things that God gives to us or blesses us with to overshadow the one who blessed us with it. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 8 verse 39, he says that I am persuaded that nothing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And in this morning's message, the central idea of the text is that remembering or recalling God's faithfulness determines the extent of our future blessings. I'm going to say that again. The, 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 the ability to remember or the ability to recall God's faithfulness will determine the extent of our future blessings. Let me say it parenthetically. If you need another blessing, just remember where your last one came from. 
because where the last one came from, the next one is waiting. If you believe that your blessing came from God, only thing you got to do is remember where your last blessing came from, and God is willing to bless you again. But Flint Ridge, uh, in, in this text, we know that Israel was a prideful people. They had the tendency to boast about their possessions, and they had the tendency to boast about their positions because they were the children of, of, of Abraham. They were descendants of Abraham. They had the tendency to boast about who they are, but we need to be careful with our boasting because even Job says that the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So we have to be careful that we're, if we're boasting, we're boasting about God and we're not necessarily boasting about ourselves or boasting about what we have in our own possessions. But here Moses in the text is, is petitioning Israel, look, uh, uh, to never forget God. Don't forget who he is and don't ever forget what he's done. And Flint Ridge, I say that to you this morning. I don't, I don't care what's going on in your life. Don't forget God. Yeah, I know you're doing better than, than what you were doing before, but don't forget God. Don't forget he is the one who opened up the door for you. Don't forget that he is the one who gave you the job. Don't forget that he is the one that allowed you to have the knowledge that you have uh, in your mind right now. So don't forget that it's all about God. And Flint Ridge, this morning message, I want to tell you, is more instructional or, or more exhorter than it is evangelical. I say that because, in essence, this message is for those of us who are already saved. How many of you know that saved folk need to be preached to, too? It, th this is for us who are already saved. This ain't trying to reach out to someone who don't know Christ. I pray that someone would hear something and want a relationship with him. But we need to be encouraged as well. Believers need to be encouraged as well. And this word this morning is to encourage us who are already saved. And, and when we look at this text, contextually speaking, this new generation of Israelites were preparing themselves to enter into the promised land. And here Moses is in this book of Deuteronomy is reminding them of a few things that they should always remember. Can I tell you something? Some of us have been in our own spiritual wilderness and we're finding ourselves getting ready to go into our promised land. But before we go in, there's some things that God needs to remind us of. There's some things that God don't want us to forget before he opened up that window of heaven and pour you out that blessing. There's some things that God wants to remind us of this morning. So this morning, I want us to examine, look, what Israel was to remember and what we are to never forget. I'm going to say that again. This, I want to remind you of what Israel was to remember and what you and I are never to forget as it pertains to the God that we serve. In this text, the first thing I see in Moses uh, encouraging them to remember, he instructs them, look, never to forget God's ways. Don't ever forget God's ways. Look what he tells them in verse number 11. He says, beware or be careful that thou forgetteth not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command you this day. Flint Ridge, Moses here commands Israel to remember, look, God's word and God's ways. He commands them to remember God's word and God's ways. The, the, the warning word here, beware, can be, re, can, can be rendered as make sure. Make sure that you remember. You need to ensure yourself that you remember what God 
ways are and what his words have instructed you to do. In Exodus, he says that remembering God was not an option for Israel. It was a command. Ain't that good to know that God loves you so much that just like you remember other things, he wants you to remember him. He not only wants you to remember him, he wants you to remember what he said. He wants you to remember what he taught you. He wants you to remember what he has instructed you. In essence, he wants, it's not optional. It is a command for them to remember what God had commanded them to do. Here, Flint Ridge, he wanted to make sure that they remembered the covenant agreement that they made with God at Mount Sinai. Hello, somebody. Some of us have a tendency to forget how bad things were before God blessed us. We have a tendency to forget how, how bad of a situation we were in before God elevated us up to the level of where we are. But God says that the agreement that I made with you when I brought you out of bondage, the agreement that I made with you at Mount Sinai that you should have no other God before me, that you should not bow down to any God, that you should not, 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 not fight against one another, that you should not kill, you should not steal. All of the things that he reminded them, he says, don't forget my ways and don't forget my word. And Flint Ridge, you and I should never forget the agreement that we made with God. I'm talking to somebody this morning. And we shouldn't allow anybody or anything to cause us to renege on our promise with God. Hello, somebody. You remember the promise that you made when God saved you? You remember how you told God, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I promise you, Lord, I'd never do it again. And God brought you out of it. You Don't forget the promise that you made to God. Why? Because God is a covenant-keeping God. When you make a vow to God, God expects you to keep the word that you said to him. And Flint Ridge, we need to always know that we've been instructed in the ways of God. We've been instructed in the word of God. You and I have been taught how we are supposed to live this Christian life here on earth. And let me drop a free one for you. It ain't always easy, but it's still God's word. You ain't always got to like it, but it's still God's word. You ain't always got to feel like you got to go along with it, but God says my way is the right way. And let me drop another one for you. You may not understand why God wants you to do it, but he says in the book of Ecclesiastes, that my ways are not your ways. That's why you and I got to lean on God's word and live by God's ways and not trying to live by the ways of the world. How many of you know the devil got some ways? The devil wants you to get on his train and do the Amen. things that he wants you to do. But we can't renege on the promise that we made to God, but we've got to live according to his ways. Brothers and sisters, we can't let peer pressure. We can't let social influences cause you and I to compromise our walk with God. Right. When we made a promise with God, we got to stick to the promise. We got to remember God's ways because we know the ways of the world are enemy to the ways of God. And the devil used the ways of the world in order to trip you up with your walk with God. I know I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Oh yeah. But David here says that your word, here's what he says about your word. He said, your word have I hid in my heart so that I might not sin against you. My brothers and sisters here, Moses is reminding them of what God has said. And I want to remind you of what God has said to you and I. And you need to make sure that you have hid the word in your heart. That you may not always have your Bible with you, but you ought to have some word in your heart. You ought to be able to defeat situations by the word of God based on what God has placed in your heart. So Moses tells them, don't forget God's ways and don't forget God's word. Amen. Not Amen. only does he encourage them to remember that,
But we see he also instructs them that not only are they to remember God's words and ways, but they're also, uh, look, they are not to forget God's blessing. Hello, somebody. While we're trying to do what we're doing, don't you forget God's blessing. Look what he says. I'm going to try to go through this in verse 12. He, he, he says, uh, unless when, when you're eating and you've gotten full and you build nice houses and you're living in them, and, and when your herds and your flocks are multiplied and your silver and your gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, he said, then your heart starts to get lifted up and you forget the Lord your God, uh, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. When, and look what he did. Who led you through a great and terrible wilderness uh, uh, where there were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, but he gave you water from a rock, uh, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers knew not. Look, that he might humble thee, and that he may prove thee, that, that you may be good on your latter end. Mm. So look here. God said, don't forget my blessings. I don't need you to forget what I already done for you. And Flint Ridge, this renewed covenant with Israel that God was making would be a conditional covenant. It would be a, a condition that says, if you obey my word, then I am going to bless you. But if you chose not to, then you will receive the curses. And my brothers and sisters, I need you to know that this, this renewed covenant, before he, he renewed this covenant with Israel, he demonstrated his ability to bless them. Yeah. Israel already knew that God had the ability to bless them. How did they know? Because he had already done it. How did they know? He told them that, that when you were in the wilderness, I the one who fed you. When you was out there and didn't have no water, I the one who gave you water from a rock. I'm talking to somebody now. When nobody else can help you, didn't God show up and help you? When you call folk and wasn't nobody there to help you, didn't God show up and help you? He reminded them before he renewed the covenant that he was able or he had to, the ability to help them and to bless them in their situation. But here's what the text also shows us. The text shows us God's faithfulness to his people. Anybody know that God is a faithful God? Because the text here says that when you, you have gotten full after you eat, not if you get full. Somebody need to see the text. He said, when you get full. That's the mm -hmm. faithfulness of God. He knew they were going to get full. Why? Because he was going to keep his word. He said, when your flock is increased, not if they increase. He said, when uh, 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 you have your nice homes, when your, your money has increased, your silver has increased. See, God didn't say if because he already knew what he was going to do. Some of us need to start walking in what God has already said that he was going to do and stop walking by what your eyes are showing you. Just because you can't see it don't mean that it ain't going to happen. You got to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. When you believe that God is a covenant-keeping God, don't worry about when the covenant is going to unfold. Just know that the covenant is going to be kept. You do your part, and God, I promise you, will do his part. And he says that, Israel, you already know what I can do because you done seen what I can do when you were in the wilderness. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody on this call already know what God can do because when you was in the hospital 
You saw what is, he can do. You saw how he can come and touch your body and do things that are baffle the minds of doctors. Some of you know what God can do because he Amen. gave you a job when all the doors were being closed in your face. Somebody right. know what God can do. When all your bills were stacking up, but you didn't have no money, but God showed up some kind of way and dealt with your fight. Somebody already know what God can do. It ain't about a when. It ain't about a if. It's all about a when. When yes. God gonna bless me. He may not Amen. come when I want him, but I know he's gonna show up on time. Israel was never to forget what God had done and what God had already promised them. So, my friends, you and I, thank you, Jesus, need to be careful when God blesses. Not Amen. if he gonna bless us. We need to be careful when God blesses. Let me drop a good one for you. Because pride is the poison that can kill your blessing. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get built up on pride. You can get caught up thinking you better than somebody else. You can get caught up on the things that God has blessed you with and think because of your neighborhood, you better than somebody. Think because your car, your truck, you better than somebody. Just because the clothes you wear, you better than somebody. Don't let pride be the poison that kill your blessing. And don't forget. Don't forget, let me talk to somebody right now. Don't forget that your job is not the source of your blessing. That is just the avenue by which your blessing ride in on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your job ain't nothing but the street that your blessing come down. Your job ain't nothing but the road that your blessing gonna travel on. Why do I know it? Because James 1 and 17 tells me that every good and perfect gift, it comes from above. But how do God get it from heaven down to you? He may let it come through your job. He may let it come down the road of your job. He may use some things around you to let it be the blessing for you, but just know that God is the one that provides the blessing. Amen. Amen. Friends, don't forget that God has already blessed you. Yes. He's already blessed you. And I'm gonna give you one more, and I'm gonna close this thing out. <laughs> Moses told him, not only do you need to remember God's ways, not only do you need to remember God's blessings toward you, but finally he tells him, as I close, he says, but you need to also remember God's power. Oh, hello, somebody. He said, you need to remember God's power. Look at he says in verse 16, verse 17 and 18. He says, when you find yourself getting built up with pride, when you find yourself getting caught up, he, he says that, that, that thou shalt say in your heart, he said, you, you'll wind up saying that my power in the might of my hand has given me this wealth. Hello, somebody. You know folk like that. Think yeah. it's all about them and not about God. He says, but, this contrastive conjunction, he says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. For he may establish his covenant, which he swear with thy fathers as it is this day. Yes. Moses instruct Israel, don't you ever forget the Amen. source of your blessings. Amen. Amen. Don't you ever forget how you got what you got. Amen. And don't ever forget, Israel, that you got what you got, not because of you, but because of the promise that he made to your forefathers. Amen. It's because of the promise that he made to Abraham 
Isaac and Jacob is the reason that you finna go in and possess a land. Because of the promise that he made to your forefathers is the reason that you're getting ready to live in homes that you didn't even build. And notice here, he warns them not to brag or to boast about what they got, but instead they are to remember the one who blessed them with it. I'm glad I know this morning where my blessings come from. I'm Amen. glad I know who's the one who's blessed me with what I have. I thank God for what he's given to me. I thank God for what he's blessed me with. And if he decides to take it away, just like Job, I'm just still going to bless his holy name. Because through it all, God is still worthy to be praised. In essence, oh, yeah. my friend, instead of boasting, uh, uh, we should be replacing our boasting with praise. We should remember the power of God. We should remember the blessing of God. We should be remembering God through thanksgiving. If you look at a nice car that God gave you, instead of worrying about it, instead of boasting about it, start praising God for it. I done told you, if you want your next blessing, look at where your last one came from. If you want your next blessing, start praising God for the one that he's already blessed you with. Because God has the power. If he blessed you one time, he got the power to bless you two times. And some folk think that they've come this far on their own. Some folk think that they did it on their own. But they need to realize that it was the power of God that opened up that door for them to receive what they got. It was the power of God that moved from the heart of somebody's boss and made them offer you the job and not the person standing next door to you. Somebody need to realize that it was the power of God somebody in the finance department finance your house. Somebody in the finance department decided to say you approve for the car that you drive. Yes, it's the power of God that caused things to happen. It's the power of God that gave you the nice cars in the face. Yes, sir. Power. It's the power of God that gave you all that you have. Let me drop a free one for you. If you got yep. nipples to rub together, it's the power of God that gave it to you. Yes. You got two quarters in your pocket. It's the power of God that put the quarters in your pocket. So we need to make sure this morning, and I'm talking to somebody right now, that you ain't serving the money more than you serving the master. You need to make sure you serving the master because Jesus even say, no man can serve two masters. You gonna love one and you gonna hate the other. You better look at that master called money and say, you ain't my master no more. You better look at that nice house and say, I love you, but I thank the one who gave you to me. You better look at what God has blessed you with. Walk into your job on Monday morning. Say, I love the office God I got, but I thank God that he gave it to me. Hello, somebody. Yes. Don't yes. forget what God has done for you. Yes. Because when you get built up in pride, Haggai says in Haggai 1 and 6 that God will put holes in your purse and he'll put problems in your home. When you try to make it all about you and forget about it's all about God. Flint Ridge, don't forget that God has the power to bless you abundantly. Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 18 that all power is given unto me power in heaven and power on earth. Yes. Don't forget who the source of your power is. And I heard
heard Jesus even uh -huh. He said, the only power you got is yes. the power that my father gave you. But yes. the power that I got, I yes. got the power to lay down my own life. Yes. I got the power to raise yes. it up again. Anybody here know this morning that God got all power? Yes. All power. This morning that God got the power to make everything all right. And don't forget, Flint Ridge, that God got all power in the palm of his hand. So I just want to say this morning, don't forget about God's word. Don't forget about God's ways. Don't forget about his word because his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Don't forget about his ways, even though his ways are not my ways. His yeah. ways are my best ways. Don't forget yeah. about his power. Power to make me walk right. Power to make me talk right. Yeah. Power to make me live right. Yeah. Power yeah. to make me love my enemies. Power to make me pray for yeah. those who despitefully use me. Power to bless me in abundance. I know somebody already remembering. Somebody remembering what God has done for you. Somebody remembering how God has blessed you. But if you'll let me go to the cross for a second. Somebody remembering how he died one Friday. Somebody remember how he laid down his life so that you and I can live. Somebody remember how he put him in a cold grave and he laid there all night Friday night. Somebody remember how he laid there all night Saturday night. But I got a shout in my spirit right now because I'm remembering one Sunday morning when he got up out of the grave and said all power is in my hand. And when he got up, thank God for his power because he got me up. Got me up out of my sinful ways. Got me up out of my lying ways. Got me up out of my ways in the street. Somebody ought to be glad this morning that God rose one Sunday morning. And I thank God for the reminder this morning. I thank God for the reminder of his goodness. I thank God for the reminder of his blessing. So I thank him for his word. I thank him for his ways. I thank him for his blessings. I thank him for his power. And thank me this morning. This is nothing but a reminder. Lord, it's a reminder Hallelujah. for you to remember Amen. what God has already done. Amen. Let us bow. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us of what you already done. Yes, Lord. Thank you for the healing blessings that you've already given us. Thank you, Lord, for the abundance of gifts that you've already poured out on. Yes, Lord. Lord, let us not put our eyes on our things, but keep our eyes focused on you. Yes. And Father, we honor you by saying that if you blessed us one time, yes. we know that you will bless us again. Yes. So now we bow before you and we honor you. And I pray that even though, even th as we go through this week, that we will remember that all good and perfect gifts, Father, they come from you. And Father, I pray that you would bless us now. If there's somebody on this call who don't have a relationship with you, Bless them, Lord. Test their hearts that they may be closer to you. Bless us until the next appointed time. And we ask these things even now. In Jesus' name, amen.